Hi, this is Binta. And this is Sahir. And you're listening to Honestly What the Fuck. Where we talk about all things acting and literally whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> So hello and welcome back, everyone. <laughs> it's so awkward today because we are joined with someone else. A third person. So more lagging than usual, probably. <laughs> Trying to figure out how to do this on Zoom with another person and whatnot. Okay. like old as I try and do all these Zoom meetings. I'm like, is it working? Can you hear me? <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. today we have um, Alex Boutour on, and a fellow actress, fellow friend, fellow creative. And we're so honored to have her here. So thanks for being here. Hi, guys. I was waiting to say <laughs> hi. <laughs> I don't know. Such a great <laughs> guest. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's casual. It's fun. Um, Super chill. Yeah, I really, I really like your podcast. Like, I was telling Binta, I... I listened to it most of the day the other day, and it was just, it's super casual. It just sounds like I'm sitting there and listening to you guys talk. So it's Aww. fun. And there's advice, and there's show recommendations. And yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> there's a lot of drinking as well. <laughs> Actually, we haven't really been drinking lately. Lately, we've been good. To, yeah. Also, like, I'm just so tired of drinking too. My liver, <laughs> my insides. <laughs> no more but yeah thank you for listening to us and like thank you for being here and like being our guest uh being our first guest and kind of sitting through this process because it's probably going to be a funny one right now too <laughs> just like figuring it all out <laughs> i'm i'm happy to be the guinea pig so yeah yeah great guinea pig okay yeah so i guess we have a couple questions for you uh basically this whole thing is just just kind of hearing what your story is and what your experiences are and just sharing that because like everybody's experience uh, in this industry is going to be wildly different. Right. So, mm -hmm. but also probably similar at times. And I think it's just kind of good to put that out there. Yeah. So for me, like I kind of, I have a similar story to you guys. I, um, I went to school for something completely different. I took journalism when I graduated, I came out and that's what I was pursuing really hard. Um, and I had like a little bit of success in that. I wrote for McLean's. I did some freelance for BuzzFeed and stuff. And I figured out that I didn't like that. It, it just, it wasn't for me. But the part that I did really like about it was the storytelling part. I've always loved storytelling. So then I kind of like just served and did whatever for a bit. And then I'm from New Brunswick and if you've ever been there, it's it's obviously not as advanced as Toronto or Vancouver. It's um, like it's a nice place, but it's just uh, don't get me wrong. I love it, and I feel like I'm talking bad about New Brunswick, but I'm not. I just I I wanted more, and I've always been drawn to big cities. And I was kind of like, I'm just gonna move to Toronto and see what happens. Maybe pursue media. I don't know. I got here. I didn't have a job. I worked at Chibo for three days, hated it. <laughs> I, left. I left and I was like, well, I really need to support myself. So I, uh, I was on Kijiji and I saw an ad for being a background, 
like being an extra. Cool. Like, okay, this could work. And then I, I signed up with my first background agent and I, um, the first show I was on was like three or four days later, it was Suits. And then on the set of Suits, I was just, it was kind of like a, a light bulb went on and I'm like, whoa, this is what I want to do. And then mm -hmm. from there, I just kind of started shifting and just like turned to acting 100%. That's so cool. Because uh, so I guess it's no. sorry, Benta. Funny that I've like I know Alex. Like she's one of my best friends. Uh, we met, I think, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. We met three years ago, which is funny because I was watching the vlog that I filmed that day, and like you're there, and I was like, it's so funny because that was the second time that I had met you, but I've never heard the story. So oh I'm like, really? Yeah, I don't think you ever shared this with me, which is hilarious. Oh. Oh my gosh. So cool. So that was just interesting to hear. So I guess my question is, uh, did you, so did you take your actor credit right away or because you worked on actress sets as background, right? And I think you can get your credit that way. Yeah, I didn't, like, I wasn't too aware of the business side that early on. And like, I know there's a difference between apprentice and AABP, which is the, like, the actor background thing and I didn't I didn't want to be a, a part of that because mm -hmm. I knew I didn't want to stay in background um I didn't look into it too much like I don't know if that affects things or not but I kind of like I did background for maybe six or seven months and then I I kind of just stopped because I kept hearing like if you do background, you're going to be known as a background performer. If you're mm -hmm. seen in a shot, like you cannot go out for that show. So once I started hearing that and, and started getting way more serious, I, I quickly started getting out of background. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually a big reason why I didn't uh, go into background. Cause like when I first told my friends I was in acting and stuff like that, they would send me links and it was all background work, but you don't know that unless you're in the industry. Right. And then people were right. like, don't do background work. Uh, Cause you don't want to, you don't want your face in the shot. Cause then you won't get casted on the show. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you're non-union then or are you union? I'm union now. Okay. I just yeah. became union in January and that was based on a commercial. Okay, so. cool. And how are you finding that? Do you think that that's like changed anything for you or? Well, like, Obviously, COVID happened in early kind of March, <laughs> so there wasn't that big of a gap as me, like being a full, like an, not a full actor member, but an actor member. It was like it was good. I was going out for, I was going out not as much as non-union, but for for good parts, like good shows, um, mm -hmm. better roles, and that's exactly what I wanted. So I'm really happy that I did do it. And even in this time, I'm still happy with my decision. Yeah. Um, and I guess also that process, because there is the process of like, you have to have like be an apprentice and you have to have three credits. Was it easy for you to get those three credits or was it like, did you find that there was a lot of time in between? I only How, have that process for you. I only have Pardon? one. I only, oh, have you only have one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So I'm just apprentice. I'm searching for my two other credits. Hopefully yeah. I'll get them soon. Yeah, for sure. Well, it sounds like you go out for a lot of like really cool things, right? So yes, it's been a little bit slower now, but yeah, staying mm -hmm. busy and positive. 
yeah <laughs> yep weird yeah, I just got sent out for a non-union commercial that I guess now they're like casting people that live together so if you have a roommate who's an actor or like a roommate who can like come through with those kinds of things or if you're like a couple or something like that they were casting for it and they're gonna do this thing where they shoot and the director's like six feet away from you and everybody else is working remotely so it's gonna be interesting to see if they like go like if they work out the kinks in that and then that's what that's kind of kind of look like because also like my brother's in university and his girlfriend's in university and they were talking about how western here in london is gonna do online classes in september like they're not letting people go back to school in september so i'm like and then apparently wuhan just got its like second wave and it's just i don't know so oh my god for the industry yeah sorry don't <laughs> don't mean no. to shit on everyone today <laughs> It's weird, but it's like, it's every industry though. So it's not yeah. just us. It's like anything, unless you decided to become like a police officer, a firefighter, <laughs> a cop or a nurse or doctor, then like you have job security, yeah. but other than those essential services, yeah. you really don't. Like honestly, a Starbucks barista has more job security right now. Actually though, actually so, though. I know it's like hard to like, it feels like, oh, like when is our industry going to go back to normal? But everybody literally everyone is in the same position like some things can go on but there's a lot my roommate works for like an organization and like they're everybody's like everybody's affected everybody's working towards it so like I know it for us it can be like or anybody listening to this that like oh did they make the right decision it's like okay this is very rare circumstances in history like this doesn't happen like every like five years or whatever so it's about like stick to it and then it'll it'll work itself out and things will eventually go back to normal or new normal whatever that is but I feel like a lot of people are like panicking like oh my god like I'm never gonna work again and it's I feel like no exactly and it's just like okay we just have to ride this out figure it out and see what happens but our industry can curve and there's so many ways now so Mm -hmm. it'll just It'll be a little bit before it goes back to normal. Like I was listening to a podcast with Zoe Kravitz and um, she was decided to like quarantine in London because she was like, what's the difference between like London or LA? Like I'm in a house. And then I was like, because she was working on the Batman movie. And I was like, oh, so long until the new Batman movie comes out. (laughs) Well, that's like, I keep thinking about, I'm like, oh my God, we're going to run out of things to watch because nothing's being created anymore. Like, Right. That didn't what are we gonna do then so, all the things that like fully got filmed and didn't get bought by a network they're gonna be like you know what we'll take it <laughs> yeah 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 all those uh all like, those pilots, pilots just like yeah. get picked up yeah yeah i know um, there's like a lot of online things going on and stuff i haven't checked those out yet but i heard that like some of them are really good yeah yeah down zoom plays Zoom plays. Wow. My favorite podcast comedian, he's doing like a virtual happy hour. And you can like Oh, cool. He does like a cocktail, he sends out the recipe and he like makes a whole like kind of like a comedy show, but at home. It's like 10 bucks. That's, That's cool. so cool. And tomorrow. I love that. And it's I love 10 that. bucks. It's like it's a good date night. And some people wrote in being like, How can you charge ten dollars during this pandemic? I don't have a job. Because he's trying to make some money, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I also don't have a job. Like, I used to do comedy. No one's paying me to go on an open (laughs) So I need to make money, too. But he's like, if you don't have $10, DM me, and we'll figure something out. Oh, my gosh. 
Who is this? Um, Jared Freed. He does the J Train um, podcast. He gives like okay. dating advice, and he's just so funny. You know, yeah. got like, like I think the last one he had like two or three other guests and stuff. So it's it. like a well a well orchestrated show. I love that. Okay, I guess we have more questions for you. Uh, Binta, do you have them? So we already kind of touched. Okay, so we want to give you like a little intro about who you are and how we met. And I kind of already did that. So Alex and I met back in, I guess, 2017 as a model for her friend's swimwear company. And I went to Alex's place to do a fitting. And then we just were chatting and we were kind of like on the same page. And we both had moved here to pursue acting. She'd moved here, I think you moved here like six months before me yeah I just like really connected with like it sounds so lame but I really liked her like energy and she was just like so like positive and cheerful and just like felt like very like light and friendly and I really didn't have a lot of friends moving to Toronto um I had moved in I think October so it had only been like two or three months that I lived here and I was just like oh my gosh I feel like it was kind of like meant to be that this worked out and then we went to the photo shoot and we just had such a good day and then we've been friends kind of ever since and she's always like helped me with acting like mentored me and just like given me advice so it's like nice to have somebody else that I was like kind of on this journey with which is like been nice yeah I feel like we're like forever connected from from our beginning journeys I remember when you came in for the fitting and it's so clear I forget exactly what the words were but I was like, yeah, I'm pursuing acting. And you were like, so am I. And then <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we kind of had like a similar story where that's not what we went to school for and stuff. So I'm like, this is one of the first people I've met who this is their story. They didn't go to theater school or they haven't been doing this, you know, since they were a kid. They weren't on Degrassi. Like, it was <laughs> kind of nice to find that person. And then I think we were talking about our favorite actresses. And then I found out she liked Taraji P. Henson. And then I'm like, I have her book. And then Vinta borrowed it. And yeah. Okay. So what you kind of were inspired to pursue. Okay. If you want to talk about this a little bit more, but like what inspired you to pursue acting? Was it just like being on the background and just seeing just like your passion for storytelling? Yeah. I, when I was on set that day for Suits, I was kind of like, you, you only live once if you could do anything, what would it be? It would be this. Okay, just go do it. And that's, that inspired me. Just, we only have one life and you should do whatever it is that your heart desires to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What is some of your motivation to do? To, like, I feel like it takes a, a lot of courage to, like, go to school for one thing and then completely change what you want to do because kind of in those four years you're kind of like planning your life out and like how you see it mm-hmm. while you're also like, when you like sorry Benta like when you're getting the degree and stuff like you're just like okay yeah like I can see myself in the newsroom I'm like on location like there's there's been a robbery Alex here mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <what>? <laughs> yeah I, I I started to see after graduating and I was kind of living that I could see forward what my life would look like in Fredericton or the Maritimes doing that and I just I was 
I was telling myself, there has to be more. It can't just be this. I don't want to go to Cuba every spring and, you know, we'll have a house and a dog and, a, and get married. It just, it doesn't feel right to me that I have to do more. And it was, it was like, I can't even explain it. I just, I was just brought to Toronto. Like I just did it. I don't even know how. But what inspires me is just, I think so many people settle and it's easy to settle. And I, I just, I think everybody is able to do whatever they want to do. And everybody has that potential. And I just think people are really scared. So what really pushes me is if I can show people that someone like me can do it, then everyone else can do it as well. So that like, I'm, I'm doing it. I like to think I'm doing it for the greater good because I just I just want everyone to live their best life. Yeah, that, that was beautiful. Beautifully put. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I felt that. <laughs> like to like when you're, I was the same way, like when I was in my desk job and I was just like, so this is my life. I wake up, I go to work, I come home, I walk my dog, I have dinner and this is it. This is it. This is all I can ever, like some nights I'll go to like, Moxie's <laughs> coworkers used to call me bougie for like wanting to go to the Nordic spa on the weekend and I was like oh, I was like this is things are rough <laughs> and I, I felt like it was kind of just like painful like it was just like I felt like in Harry Potter like a dementor just like sucking the life out of me you know like there has to be like if I'm this unhappy at this young, like my life is not looking <laughs> great. It's not looking bright. No, it was like, well, what would you say is like one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? Um, one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received is that the universe is always like working for you. Despite what is going on around, even if you're in the worst of situation, it's actually always working for you and maybe a lot of people um won't agree with that depending on what you believe in stuff but that's something that i've i've come to terms with and because we can't we can't see what's ahead we don't know why things are working out the way they are but i like to believe that um you know there is a there is a greater power and it it's it wants to help you so I always try to remind myself that, especially in situations like this. I think that's kind of one of the things that's gotten me through this like quarantine is I'm like, as, as much as it sucks, like there are positive things that are happening and like it's all happening for a reason. And sometimes I feel it when I personally feel overwhelmed, I'm always just like, okay, this is like leading me to like where I need to be. So like, I need to go through this for this to like, come out better, come out stronger or whatever on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not necessarily- A piece of advice, in- a piece of advice you'd give to someone who wants to change their career and pursue a creative field. I guess what's a piece of advice that you'd want to give someone? Um, I thought about this question a lot and I, I would say whatever you want to do, make that your main focus. I think that's a, a mistake that people make in the beginning. They'll be like, oh, I want to act or, oh, I want to be a writer or I want to do this. And they're kind of like half in, half out. Mm-hmm. I think you you have to make it your number one priority. If you, if that's 
literally what you want to do. Yeah. Take this advice. (laughs) (laughs) I will take this advice, Alex. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, And then kind of going along with this, it's like, what's one thing you would tell your younger self? Uh, Stop trying to be cool. Stop trying to fit in and just know that your future is going to be so awesome and also pursue your passions. Yeah. Cause I spent a lot of time just, you know, worrying about what people thought about me and trying to buy silver jeans. So I would get <laughs> noticed and dumb things like that. But um, yeah, just, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was there ever a moment where you thought maybe like this, field of work like you made the wrong decision to like enter this field of work not really sometimes moments after class or if I get uh if I watch an audition tape or something or a tape from class and I I'm really critical of myself and if I think I did really bad I'm just like I can't do this I don't know what I'm doing I'm the worst actor in the whole entire world and then I'll just kind of like have that moment, but never, I never think I made a mistake. I always think it's the best thing I've ever decided to do because despite like, like all the hardships that come with it, I would, I would rather live every day like that than like be where I was before. Mm-hmm. So I guess, is that what you kind of like say to yourself to motivate you to push through? Yes. To like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Kind of on the same line, I'll, we'll come back to the other two questions, but what's the most difficult thing you've had to overcome in this work of, uh, this field of work? Um, that's a tough one. I guess like picking or forgetting about things, like picking yourself back up sometimes. Well, a lot of times whenever you get an audition, especially if it's, you know, a bigger part or something or a cool show, you immediately start thinking, this is the one, this is going to get it for me. And then, yeah, you, you do it. You do the audition. Sometimes it goes really, it sucks for both ways. So if it goes really great, you're like, that was it. I nailed it. I'm going to get it. And then you hear nothing. Or if it goes really bad, you're like, I, I bombed. I'm never going to see that casting director again. I suck. Um, and the hardest thing is like letting go of that and just moving on because that, that is the job, especially in the beginning. That's mm-hmm. part of it. So that was really hard for me to overcome, especially with bigger roles. Yeah. For that. It's just like constantly being rejected. You're just kind of like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And not, and not knowing why <laughs> and never knowing like how close you were or. Yeah. It's like yeah. what it was. When you break up with, when someone breaks up with you and they're just like, it's not you, it's me. And then you're like, but why? Tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like that over and over and over again, all like 90% of the time. Yeah. I'll pull my hair. I'll get contacts. (laughs) Just tell me what it was. 
there are only two more? Um, no, there's like three more. So then okay. what's your biggest inspiration? My biggest inspiration? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's my biggest inspiration? Like why you, why do you continue to like get rejected or like get accepted or like go back and like work on like work long hours and go to take classes like what inspires you um because I just I love it and I believe this is what I was put on the earth to do <laughs> as silly as that sounds I believe that's why I'm here and I also I'm doing it I'm doing it for myself but I'm also doing it for my family I want to like I want to support them I want to be able to do that for them one day. And I, I think acting is, um, your key. yeah, I think acting is my key, but not only that I'm, you know, I've been discovering that there's different parts of it. I like, like, I really, really like writing and stuff as well. So I don't know that just being creative and, and collaborating and, and meeting new people, all of that stuff pushes me forward. And there's so many stories and ideas that haven't been told yet that I, I want to tell. And even though like television and movies, they are, they are changing and, you know, you're seeing different people represented on the screen and, and different stories being told. This is just the very, very, very beginning. And there's so many more that deserve to be up there. And I think I'm going to be one of those people to help, whether it's me being, you know, on the screen or, or me writing one of those stories. I love that. That's your biggest inspiration. Um, is there any like actor that you feel inspired by when you watch um, or that you kind of is, I guess, think is really good at storytelling that inspires you to do what you do? Um, I don't have a main actor, actress that is, you know, my number one. There are certain, certainly so many. Uh, I'll, actually, there are three that I really enjoy. They're really old. I love Judy Garland, Marilyn Monroe, and Elizabeth Taylor. Like, I, I, I'm an old movie geek. I love old movies, especially their movies. Um, but in... I guess in the modern day, I, I really love Elizabeth Moss. I love Taraji P. Henson. Um, Zendaya. Zendaya, I love, I love her. Like there's no one I don't really like. Every, everybody has their own flavor, their own style. You can learn from all of them. And almost mm -hmm. anyone who's on, you know, a major movie or, or television, they're there for a reason. And I think we can all learn from all of them. But I wouldn't say there's like one person who kind of takes the cake. Yeah, who takes the cake besides the mm -hmm. three, Judy, Marilyn, and Elizabeth. I just <laughs> I love watching them. I'm just, they're so beautiful and yeah. Yeah. What's your I love that. Favorite um, project you work, that you've worked on? I did a series. Well, it wasn't a series. It's a, I guess a series of short films called Italian 101. Italian 102 was just released like l earlier this week, but I played, um, I played a newly bisexual student or girl 
who goes on a date with her classmate, Riley. And it's a really, just really cute story. And I'm proud of it because it kind of goes hand in hand with one of my goals, which is telling stories that, you know, are buried or um, lack representation. So the director, Emily, wrote this story. Um, she's a queer woman. Uh, she's Canadian with, I think, it, I think she's Filipino. I hope that's correct. But yeah, she never saw herself represented on screen. And also, every lesbian or queer person you see on screen, um, a lot of them end up getting written off the show or they die. <laughs> So yeah. she would never see happy stories about herself. So that's why she, she wrote it. And it's just like a cute, happy kind of story between two young women. And I was really happy to be a part of that. So that's something I'm really, really proud of. That's awesome. And then kind of similar, but oh, I guess not similar, but like what's your dream project? My dream project? That's a tough question. So many. Like, um, you're like, I've no one made it when I've no I know I've made it when or whatever, like Yeah. That's a better question. <laughs> um I I know I'll, I will have made it when I'm invited to the Oscars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, there's so many things I want to do. I really like musicals. I would love to be in a big musical like Hairspray. Okay. Um, or a, a Disney Pixar movie, being the voice of a princess or something. Like those are mm -hmm. huge things that I would like to do. Or a movie like Cabaret. Um, or burlesque with Christina Aguilera? Yes, or burlesque, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I swear, I'm practicing, I've been practicing my flexibility. Like, I used to be a gymnast, so I used to be super, super flexible, but I'm trying to get it back because I'm like, one day I'll be called mm -hmm. in for a role where I must do the splits and I'll have it. So I'm working on that, that yeah. Be happen. I'm like, okay, close your eyes. And done. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. What I actually I'm throwing in another question. What's ooh. one skill you're working on during the quarantine? Or one thing you learned? Maybe you just said it. Your flexibility, but. So one thing I've learned is that I really like voiceover. I really uh, like voiceover work. Yeah. And. I heard you guys talking about it a couple of podcasts ago, but the Isolation Short Film Festival, mm -hmm. I submitted a film and <clears throat> just me working on it, like I had to act with myself. So I'm like, how can I act with myself without making it, you know, cheesy, like me being another person on a pre-recorded Skype call or something. Um, so I, I kind of did like a, Toy Story parody and used objects around my place and gave them all different voices. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I have to watch it. You sent it to me. Yeah. I love that. I need to watch it. She sent me her other 
short film that she did in your class and it was awesome it was so good oh my god laughing (laughs) I want to see that I love that oh go ahead no I just I keeps cutting out for me that's all I think it's me though um I I know (laughs) I want to do some voiceover classes because I definitely want to be like a voice I'm like that is the goal well like I want people to see my face but also I would love to like book a series where I'm just like hello yeah. yeah it's so much fun and I discovered yeah through doing this silly short film I'm like wow I actually really like this and then I ordered a mic so that should be in today actually and then I think I'm gonna just like keep making these short little yeah these short so little cool that's a cute idea I like that I love it it is a good challenge also Kim Hurden I think I'm saying that right She's a voiceover casting director, and she has a ton of workshops right now for super cheap, like 25 bucks. Oh, Mm. yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like you really gave a lot of insight on your journey and as well as like some, some like very motivational things, even for myself, like even being your friend. I'm always, I feel like I'm always inspired and motivated for you by you (laughs) I can't speak I can't speak to people anymore um Um, yeah no thank you for being here I loved listening to your stories um and hearing your experience um as someone who doesn't know you like Binta does so that was it was really awesome to hear and you just gave so much valuable advice too so sweet oh thanks guys this was way less scary than I thought No, no, no. I know she was like I'm nervous I'm like literally don't be you've heard the podcast like it's very (laughs) yeah it's awesome and it's such a great first guest too great on this like your skins look really good oh thank you I was like looking at it I'm like huh I was like great it's the sunlight I'm fate there's like sunlight in the room and it's just really it's just doing all good things for me take it yeah well anyways it was so good to chat with you thank you so much for coming on thank you for being our first guest and I will definitely send you this when it's out have a happy Wednesday everyone I'm so excited to have a drink with you post quarantine on a patio and have a great day ladies bye bye bye